Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me, fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, my name is Joe, and I'm a home decor overspender. Hi, Joe! I made a breakthrough. I found HomeSense. It's unreal. So many brand name sofas. I bought one. Oh, wow, really? It's okay. The price is so low. Lighting, unexpected. Rugs, handcrafted. Wall art, eclectic. I go back like every week. <gasps> no, it's always different. New unique decor, same great savings every time you go. Field trip. HomeSense, standout pieces, outstanding prices. This podcast is intended for a mature audience as it contains adult language and can get rather intimate. So grab a cocktail, find a safe place to listen, and make sure your kids aren't around. Hey guys, it's Garcelle Beauvais and welcome to my podcast, Going to Bed with Garcelle. Grab a cocktail and get ready for some grown and sexy conversations with me and some of my closest friends. We're talking sex, life, relationships, did I say sex, and everything in between. Tonight, I'm going to bed with Actress, comedian, director, television host. She has more jobs than I do. And I'm talking about the fabulous Aisha Tyler. Hi. Hi, Hi, love. How are you? I'm thrilled to see your face in this tiny box. (laughs) Me too. I'm thrilled to see your face. And the other person I'm going to bed with is a friend of mine who is actually breaking barriers as the first black woman to host entertainment tonight. I'm talking Aww. about the gorgeous Michelle Turner. Oh, hi. Hi. We're finally going to bed together. Yes. We're all going to bed together. I love it. This is so lovely. Ladies, welcome to Going to Bed with Garcelle. And what is your drink of choice? Aisha, I have a feeling you have something you want to share with us. I do. I have my very own line of cocktails. They're called Courage and Stone. They're ready to drink. They're foolproof. They require no mixing, no effort, all natural, whole foods compliant, no garbage, ladies. 80 proof. (laughs) All you have to do is add ice. Hold on Uh a second. Aisha, Uh I have that old fashioned. I have it and did not know that was your cocktail line. And it's so good. I was drinking that old fashioned. I put a little Luxardo cherry in it the other night. It's delicious. Oh my God, Michelle, thank you so much. I'm so excited. And hello. I'm having some too. <laughs> I did. I swear, I did not even know this. I have. I've had it for like two months. Oh my I god! I did not amazing. know that it was your cocktail yes, line. I okay. love an old fashioned, honey, and I. I'm so excited. <laughs> I had it already. Well, cheers to selling out. Yes. Of courage and stone. Yes. Here we go. Thank you, ladies. Cheers. You're so welcome. What cheers. made you want to get into liquor? Mm. Oh, just <laughs> my, my general love of booze. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You know what it was? I, um, I mean, we all, we all, we, we all of our paths have crossed many, many times in many, many ways, yeah. which is so great to be doing this with you right now. And we all travel to work and I would, you know, we'd go to these great restaurants and you'd have these great drinks and then you'd come home and there'd be like 
that little half bottle of sad oxidized Sauvignon Blanc in your fridge. You'd be mad. I'd be mad about it. I'm like, I want a real drink. And I didn't really have this stuff to make it. So I started kind of shopping and learning about how to make cocktails at home and, you know, teaching myself. And, and then I realized like, if you have a normal life, if you have a family and kids and a job, like you don't have the time for all that. You don't have the energy for all that. You're not trying to learn all that. And I, I started making batches of them and just keeping them in my fridge. I'd have like a bottle. Like of moonshine. Like, but like moonshine, but like mixed up moonshine, like moonshine cocktail. Just so that if you, like if you guys, if somebody showed up at my house to celebrate a premiere of my TV show, Garcelle, uh, that, um, <laughs> I would have cocktails already made and I could just be like, That's here we right. go. And that was really where it came from. I thought if, if, I, if I like having these in my fridge, I think other people would too. I think oh, that's good. brilliant. I think that's brilliant. And we said, celebrate you for Thank that. Thank you. There's so, there's so few women of color in the spirits business, like so few women oh, and then bet. so few women mm-hmm. of color. So it's a special mm-hmm. thing that I'm proud Good. of, but I also want w- more women of color to drink better. Do you know what I mean? I feel like the spirits mm. co- industry kind of treats women and especially women of color like like it's like they don't even want our money. They chase white men and their and their whiskey money, but they don't chase us and our money. So I really I really want to I really want to elevate the way that women that women drink cuz you know, we classy. I love that. <laughs> That's really sweet. So old fashioned, right? Mm-hmm. Are you old fashioned when it comes to sex? Ooh. Oh God, that's such a good question. Um, I have to tell you something. I think that I'm modern, but I, my suspicion is that I'm not. Do you know when you think you're kind of freaky, but then you're like, oh, it's not that I'm turned off. I'm just yeah. tired. I'm just tired right now. I get it, girl. I get it. Okay. So do you prefer uh, both of you, buzz sex or drunk sex? Michelle. And tell me what you think I'm going to say. I think you're going to say buzz sex. Mm-hmm. You know me well. I'm a lightweight. So I am Toucan Sam. <laughs> yes, that is me. <laughs> that is me. So I need to make sure that like I am remembering and enjoying and like, because it don't happen a lot. So when it happens, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, need, I need to make sure that I'm aware you want to have a photographic memory. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I think it's disappointing too if you have drunk sex and you you have like the feeling that it was good, but you don't really actually remember what happened. You're like, right. was I cool or that was I part. just like a hot mess? So I agree. Like you want to you want to remember it. You know, it's disappointing if you miss out on exactly. your own on your own goodness. But totally buzzed is good. Of your own goodness. Yeah, buzzed is good though because it does release a little inhibition. Yeah. And yeah. that's always a good thing. That's always a good thing. Because then I, if you got too crazy, then you can just be like, oh, you know, I was, I was tipsy. <laughs> but if it's like, oh, that's cool, then you're like, yes, right. see. You don't want to be too drunk. You're like, who was that? <laughs> who, who is, who <laughs> is was she? <laughs> I was talking to my gynecologist and she was telling me, because she does this whole thing about like sex has to be so enjoyable. And as you get older, you know, for women, we should always still enjoy it. And she was like, you know, don't wait for the guy to come over to start how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. She's like, have a glass of wine, play music, like let everything go, like get in the mindset. Like if you want to take a bath, take a bath and start thinking about how you want to feel, because obviously it takes us longer mm-hmm. than it does for men to get in the mood. So she was like, set the mind, set your mindset. And I thought I never would have thought of that. I think right. I mean, we think idea. we get dressed, we put on a little perfume, we took a shower. Okay, great. But that really doesn't get you into the mood. And I thought that was a really, really cool way of doing it. So, Nichelle, I want to ask mm-hmm. you, 
when you know you're going to get some, what, how do you prepare? Is it just well, I, shaving the legs? Is it? I am a, like, okay, first of all, I don't I necessarily know. She's smiling so much. <laughs> She's cracking up. I don't necessarily know when I'm going to get some. So. <laughs> that's the, that's the first and foremost issue. If it happens, I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. What's going on? What's going on? Um, so, but, it's but, so silly. And it's true. Oh my God. But if there's a plan, if it's like, okay, so I know my fella's coming around or whatever. I'm a no hair kind of girl. So it all goes. It all, gotcha. like just, mm-hmm. it all goes. Mm-hmm. For me, that makes me feel sexier. And it just, and it, yeah, it puts me in the mindset. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm a total, like, just get rid of all the hair. A clean workspace is what you're going it for. Clean here. works. Yeah. Clean canvas. <laughs> so we can just paint whatever we want to paint. Yeah. I love it. Oh my a, God. I'm, that's I'm hysterical. A, I'm a coconut oil girl for days. Ooh, like, just, I'll put the whole thing on because I want you to slide off. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be like a slip and slide. It's like still trying to be an amusement park ride. Like you must be the it's star. True. <laughs> Honey, the screaming eagle. Yes, indeed. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, what about you, Aisha? How do you get in the mood? <laughs> I really enjoyed that. <laughs> um, that was fun. Well, I mean, I think it's. I, I think that's really interesting because I feel like you don't always know, and you you know you kind of want to be cute all the time, but sometimes you're busy and you're yeah. running around. So. Right. I, I always think like a little like if you do, I mean, just be like, oh, you know, my phone is ringing, and then you can get to the bathroom. And, you know, if you if you gotta get, sometimes the act of getting ready gets you gets you ready, you know. Um, but right. I also agree that a clean workspace is um is yeah. a, as a nice a nice a entree. Yes, is a must. Is a must. Um, uh, Aisha, are you directing in the bedroom, or can you actually just let it go? Oh, hilarious! Oh, are you directing him? I'm relaxed in there. Like I uh, I know what I like. And I will admit mm. that I think I have some greatest hits. So sometimes I'm excited. Oh. If, you know what I mean? I'm like, I know I got my moves. Um, and I know what the moves I like to be made on me. So then I'm sometimes, but sometimes I want to be surprised because the fact of the matter is we do all have our moves, right? And you can right, kind of get right. stuck. So, so I'm excited if right. somebody's got a big idea because I'm like, you know, especially the older I get, I'm like, I mean, what am I waiting for? You know, I'm not trying to convince yeah. anybody I'm a virgin. So. <laughs> <laughs> might as well try it all out see what happens you guys are hilarious we should take this on the road she's like the gig is up dude. <laughs> right, like, right. we're not reinventing the wheel no. this is it this is it do you think smart guys work harder mm. and fine guys don't have to so much because I they're fine i absolutely think that do you absolutely good looking boys are just they're all very lazy bottoms Mm. Messes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just lazy. They're just like, I'm cute. Come on over here. I'm like, right. You come over here, dude. I'm no. cute too. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you were young and you had a guy, and like, you know, when you were however young you were when you, first time you had sex, and they were like rabbits. I mean, literally. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I think all young guys learn about sex from like porn or something like that. And that's yes. what porn yeah. is. And you're like, slow. T- is, do you have to be somewhere? <laughs> right. Like, is your mom you calling you? Somewhere. <laughs> 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 like, this ain't even funny, really. Oh my God. <laughs> Who's a better lover, comedians or actors? What do you think? Ooh. I would say actors can act like they're good. Right. I've know. never, I've never had sex with a comedian. Neither have I. Neither have I. 
I was like, you know, actors are really performative, right? They want to impress you. Right. They want to impress people. Right. So they will be more like, they do want to be kind of, you know, mm-hmm. cooler and sexier. They think a little bit more about how it looks, mm-hmm. which doesn't always mean that mm-hmm. it's going to feel good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, comedians... I don't know. I bet you, and I've never had sex with a comedian, but if I had to guess, since I am one, I would think the comedians would be more up for like some some edge play, though. Do you know what I mean? Those are the guys who are going to be like, I saw, I saw this on the internet. You know? <laughs> but what if they're a combo? Like, what if it's an actor slash comedian? Oh, I think then that, maybe it's I think better. That I've been in that pool before. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And how's that pool? I'm trying to think. <laughs> Was it buzz sex that time? Or was it, sex? <laughs> it wasn't memorable. I've no. been no. that good. Um, Aisha, being a comedian to me is the hardest job. Hmm. Did you actually yeah. do stand up in the beginning? I did. 20, for 20 years, I did it. Yeah. yeah. Oh my what? God. I paid, I paid my bills doing stand up for a long time. Oh my yeah. God. That's the hardest thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I remember you on Talk Soup, obviously. Oh, yeah. Me too. Great. Me too. Loved her. But just to think you're standing on stage and people are like arms folded going, yeah, go ahead, make me laugh. To me, that is so daunting. Yeah. I mean, and that happened. Or, you know, I mean, in the beginning, you know, just shows where just nobody laughed the entire time. Just, I don't know. You you get so tough. Like what the great thing about it is you get really thick skin. Um, And and the kind of the power of being able to stand on stage without the laughs and not panic that's a really interesting place to be in. But I remember just doing some shows where it was so, it, it was almost funny. Like I just did this one show where like nobody laughed and I got off stage and I called my friends like, dude, it was silent. I could hear my feelings. Like it was just so quiet. I could hear my, I could hear my own feelings out of my, outside of my head. So, um, I, I just think it made me like more resilient. Um, you know, and, uh, and to trust myself more and to be brave, you know, but it was a long process because mm-hmm. you don't get funny right away. I mean, even if you have a right. little, I mean, for, for all of us, you know, you guys are so accomplished in your careers now, but you know, there were times when you were young where you were like, I'm, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I'm feeling it out. Totally. And then you get better and better and you get more confident. And the moments that would have been frightening or intimidating before are just easy. They're cake. Right. right? And so it's the same thing with stand up. Mm. In the beginning you struggle. And then one day you wake up and the things that were frightening to you are like super easy. And you know, you're, you're trying to kind of grow past that and learn new things. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. That's amazing. Um, Nichelle, let's talk about, first of all, congratulations on entertainment tonight, being the first black woman to anchor the show. Isn't that crazy in 40 years? Yeah, Yeah, it is crazy. Why do you think now, obviously they've got the right person, but why do you think now? I mean, that. that's a good, it's a good question. Of course, I, I felt like I was the best person for the job for a long time. I mean, the former host left years ago and it, and it just was a situation where they had these, you know, rotating group of people coming in and mm-hmm. it was kind of like, okay, all right, you know. Um, and then I thought they just weren't going to, um, name someone. And then it just happened all of a sudden. It just came to a point where, they kept saying, if I wasn't on the show, well, where is she today? Well, why isn't she here? And then the executives finally said, you know, there's a reason why she's not here and we could do something about that. It was really a lesson in surrender for me, y'all, for real, because I had like mourned the job, dealt with it, prayed about it, let it go and moved mm-hmm. on. So it was really for me a lesson of when you really let it go, if it's for you, it's going to be for you. And, I, you know, kudos to... um 
to everyone involved, but I also don't love to say I'm going to give you credit for something that should have already been, right. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because yeah. it was a long time coming. And I think Kevin and I, you know, we have long been Kevin Frazier. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin Frazier. We've had a long history together. I think we're a great team and that was undeniable. And so, you know, I think it just came to a point where there was, you know, what else could you say, but yeah, this is the team we need to have. And so they did, you know, I'm and glad. It's they lovely did. to see. It's great. It's great. It's You're so, so good at what you see. do. It's and so, it's so long overdue. See. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's talk about resilience. We've been at this for quite some time, ladies, mm. um, in terms of being in the industry, continuing to hone our craft and do our thing. What do you think that is? Is it just because we're women and that's what happens? We we stick with something and we do it? and Or is it just we wanted it badly enough? Aisha, what, what about wow. you? Because you've grown. I mean, you were when you were on the talk, can we talk about the talk for a little bit? That was incredible. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And oh, first you of all, great. that you was were, my favorite iteration. So well. Absolutely. Thank the you. best, it was the best group when it was you, Cheryl, Sarah, Sharon, and Julie, I thought was really a special group of mm-hmm. women together. Mm-hmm. Um, it just goes me. to show you can't really cast chemistry either. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you can't. A, yeah. You, it's, it's alchemical and you can chase it and chase it and, you know, it won't come together. I mean, I really enjoyed doing that job and it did feel very easy and I don't mean to be glib because you know we're all good at what we do but you know how there are things yeah. that just you walk on the set you feel at home you're you know you're right. very yep. comfortable right and uh and it was really you know we just sat with our friends and chatted for an hour and then then you know went home so it was a really <laughs> pleasurable experience but um but I will say that like Garcelle I feel like you know, a part of the reason why we're still here is that we're driven. And I don't, I'm not yeah. embarrassed to say that I'm driven and I'm not embarrassed to say that I'm ambitious. And I think mm-hmm. that women need to own ambition. And I, I mm-hmm. think I'd figured out very early on, which I'm sure you guys did, which is that this is a marathon and not a sprint. And you can't yes. really know, you can set your mind to something and decide that's where you want to go and then wake up one day and you're not there, but you're someplace completely different and equally as interesting, or maybe even more interesting than when you set out in your head. And that just because that's because you are driven and you are hardworking and you are ambitious Mm -hmm. and you're willing to put yourself into situations where you're out of your comfort zone and you're willing to grow. And I think people who, who struggle with growth, there's nothing wrong with that. Lots of people struggle with growth, but people who really struggle with growth, who can't overcome adversity and who can't tolerate, change are the people that have a hard time, but you know, you're resilient, resilient women. That's why you're still here and still killing it. Cause you know, we've all had setbacks and we're going to continue to have setbacks. Right. But I mean, those, that's not what defines us, right? What defines us is how we respond, how we move forward. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Mm -hmm. Preach. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it. Okay, we're going to go back to sex. We're going to talk about queening. Queening is when a woman sits on a man's face. I did not know what I did not know that that was what that was. uh, Well, she's on oh she's on her throne. Oh, I see. I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) Michelle's in a box. She didn't hear any of it. (laughs) She's miming. Um, When did that start? Like, who started this? I was today years old when I heard that. I was today years old. People can write me on the internet. I'm going to guess that that came out of the gay community. That's just my, that is is just my guess. That's actually, I can see why you would say that. I I agree with you. Like, cause, cause that just adds some flair, some flair to the old mustache ride term. It's much cooler to call it queening. (laughs) 
<laughs> I prefer queen. I have a confession. <laughs> What's your confession? I'm a, I'm a bit of a prude. I've never done that. Never, never said like never any like that at all. Ever? Oh, what do you, no. When you say that, what do you mean that? Set, well, like, like, not that on a guy's face. face but never like done the that. act of a guy's never face being around your. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Okay, no, that's because I was about to I'm saying, but you never but sat on it. Never. Yeah. Well, you know why? Never. Because it's kind, it of, kind of like it's tough. Gives me palpitations. I, I feel like it's. I feel like that's not the ideal <laughs> position for 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 cuddlingus because I just feel like you might lose control and then just suffocate the man. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, I can't be. I can't be respond, held responsible for my exactly. You know. All of a sudden, I lose my mind, and then I have to call nine one one. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's ideal. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. <laughs> oh my god, that's hysterical! Oh have you guys ever dipped in the lady pond? I have. No, it's been I a long haven't. time. Yeah, when I was younger. Do you know what that is, Nichelle? <laughs> I, now, see, now, now, Nichelle, mad because we put her over here. Now, in the, in the, all right, I'm Sarah playing the guitar, corner. Anna Green Gables on the podcast. Now she's like, clutching her pearls. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have not, but I, I I have of course been approached in when I was in relationships to want to have a threesome mm. with another, but I just I never have. I yeah. find women I've never been attracted to women like that. Although I find women so beautiful. Yeah. Like I've never said, okay, I might want to except for <laughs> I Who? mean there's a there's a couple of women that I'd oh, say. Yeah. There's a couple Who? of people I would be like, mm. Yeah, a couple girl crushes. Well anybody we know? Well, I'm sure you probably know them. I, Halle Berry is one I would kiss oh, yeah. right in her yeah. mouth. Right dead in, all in her mouth. In the center of her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just dead uh, in her mouth. And <laughs> and Robin Roberts, I would kiss dead in her oh, mouth. Oh, I like that really? one. Really? I, like I think that she's one. amazing. I like I just, that one too. I think everything about her is amazing. I think Angelina Jolie. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. But no, I'd be right? afraid she'd turn me out. <laughs> You'd be her bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real quick. Real quick. I have the biggest crush on this girl on the internet. Her name is Taylor, that dancer. And oh, that's her high handle anyway. She just does these TikTok videos and she's this amazing dancer. And I'm always like, look how cute she is. Look how cute. Oh my God. Are you already looking her up? Yeah, look at her. She's <laughs> so cute. Yes, I was like, look, I'm about so... to do. I was about to Taylor the dancer. Hold on. Oh, me. that's so funny. We're all going to look her up. That's hilarious. <laughs> she's so cute. You know what? She just has swag. Well, it's nice to know that we're open to it. Go ahead. She's what? She just has swag. That's all. She just has a lot of swag. This Isn't girl. that cool? I, I'm just like, like what is she so Oh, come on. Cute. Oh, yes, I like Taylor. Isn't she oh, so cute? She's cute. Taylor she's is so cute. attractive. Oh, like, she like, is yeah, cool. super yes. cute. And her, her you have to you have to see her dance though, because it's the dancing that's really like the thing that that's really everybody good. nuts. But yeah. isn't that it? Like, isn't that how someone moves? How they walk? How they yeah. talk? Can be like they can be unattracted to other people, but there's something about them that makes you. Isn't it also funny that like you can look at someone and objectively like kind of conceptually think, okay, this person does, I don't even find this person to be conventionally attractive, like in whatever my thing is, but that, that person, like I, I, like just makes you insane. It's, it's interesting to, to know that maybe your mind is not entirely known to you. Like you still mm-hmm. can surprise yourself. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Instead of being mm-hmm. like, oh, I would never do that. You're like, oh, maybe I would. That's interesting. Right. I, you know, maybe I, I like that. Guys, you know this podcast is all things sexy, right? And you know what's really sexy? 
clear skin. I'm obsessed with my skin. That's why I'm excited to partner with this episode's sponsor, Apostrophe. Apostrophe treats acne, and they can also help you hit your other skincare goals like reducing redness, wrinkles, and even dark spots. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash Garcelle when you use our code Garcelle. Now, this code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash Garcelle and click begin visit. Then use our code Garcelle at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's apostrophe.com slash Garcelle and use that code Garcelle to get your dermatology visit and save $15. And we thank apostrophe for sponsoring the podcast. We're going to go into a little bit of our nightcap. I'm going to say a word or a phrase and you're going to say turn on or turn off. Okay. Okay. Video game system. Turn, turn off. off. Oh, I have to turn on. <laughs> <laughs> I broke up with a fella because he was playing Call of Duty at 3 a.m. on Valentine's Day. Yo, that, and I was sitting reason. there beside oh, him on reason. the bed. That's hot. a real reason. Man. But see, he could have been he could have been like on the toilet at 2 a.m. Or, you know, like you. the <laughs> only thing you should be on is me at 2, uh, uh, at 2 a.m. on Valentine's Day. On Valentine's yeah, Day. On Valentine's Day. We should be queening. Call of Duty. <laughs> Queen. We should be queening. <laughs> Aisha, what games are you playing? What video? My kids would love you. Oh, I love video games so much. I haven't, I've been so busy. I haven't uh, had a chance to play in a little while, but my, you know, my favorite games are Gears of War, Halo. um, And uh, let's see, what else do I really love? Um, Well, I, this, this game called The Last of Us, which I'm super obsessed with. That's like a narrative game about a girl who lives in the kind of post-apocalyptic future. It's so emotional that I had to stop playing it for a while because I was so upset that she kept getting killed. I was like, I can't even, I can't even keep her alive. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, this is too stressful. That is hilarious. (laughs) Um, Okay. A cardboard cutout of you. Oh, is that hilarious. a turn on? Or a well, turn like, do you show up to a new dude's house and he like, already has it in there? <laughs> He's got a cutout for you. Oh my God, Michelle, <laughs> I love you so much. Michelle, that's amazing. Have just right at her desk. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's just if he had it before the first date, then you should be checking the windows to see. That would open. be a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be a problem. Yeah, okay, no, that's you show scary. up at his house and he is covered in food that he wants you to eat off of him how how well turn on or turn off if it's like because i don't like i don't like condiments so if it's like mustard (laughs) or mayo or something like that i'm throwing up come get all this come get all this mustard girl right but if it's like (laughs) if it's like a cream sauce or something i might i love you (laughs) (laughs) again i think that there needs to be a clean work surface first like if you like a hair if it's a hairy dude i'm not trying to come with with a california roll on your chest you know what i mean i'm good good for the body sushi (laughs) but really i really i know because i'm weird about too i don't like my food to touch so if it's like something yeah so if something's touching something else i'm I'm out of there. No, I, don't want I could, I could see, I could see. Let alone if it's touching it. his dick. You just don't want the food to touch, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, the food can touch them, <laughs> not each other. <laughs> All right, strap on or a uh, strap on. 
on, for on, who? Uh, on a guy or on? He has, yeah. Now he has. Do, like, would you? Do, you like, oh, would I peg a boy? Oh, I would. I yeah. Would, would you peg a boy? Man, I was showing up boy house done. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I, I am just waiting for right somebody there. to ask me for that. <laughs> like, every night, please, Lord, send me a boy who wants to be dear, pegged. Dear Lord, dear Lord, I don't, please, I don't ask for much. All I want is world peace and a boy who likes to get pegged. <laughs> oh my god! Let me drink. That's all she wants. She's it's not a, a lot. simple girl. What's it's not name? a lot. Just a basic, basic girl. <laughs> basic wholesome. Girl. Oh my god, Michelle! Please answer this question, please. Um, I don't know if my hand-eye coordination is good enough to do that. <laughs> like, I really don't. I think that oh because that, that's a lot like you got to <clears throat> here's the thing you know what we talk about women as there has to be a rhythm there has to be a you know and I just I think I'm on beat 2 and 5 not you know <laughs> 2 and 4 two and, and so I just don't know if I would He would be like never mind right, never just, mind let's it's okay, do something sis, else right it's okay babe <laughs> That's hysterical all right I'm going to go to a Twitter question uh T far too far asks I can't have sober sex is something wrong with me? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michelle, yes. Thank you. Next <laughs> yeah. question. Yeah. Here's what I would say. I feel like uh, if you can't have sex, sober sex, it's probably because either A, there's some issues that you need to deal with when you're sober that are right. either making you feel inhibited or shy or ashamed right. or uncomfortable when you're having sex. And so you're drinking so that you can get in the mood. And I think you know, as we talked about, like sex is something that should be enjoyed and it's a way for people to feel closer to each other. So if you've got to be out of yourself to have right. sex, then you're not really connecting on, you know, on these other levels that are really wonderful when you have really great sex with someone you're connected with. Um, I mean, the great thing about booze is it does lower inhibitions. So I don't think there's anything wrong right. with wanting to have your inhibitions lowered. But I think if you're getting really drunk to have sex... And if you can't ever have sex with someone that you're close to without being intoxicated, then probably you might want to get into therapy and figure out why. Because the great thing about therapy is it's just a way to understand yourself better, a way to grow. I love therapy so much. Black people don't go to enough therapy. And that's true. Um, I was resisting Agreed. it. I was like, that's a rich white people thing. And then my, my sister and I always laugh about this. I'm like, oh, I'm going to therapy. And I come out, I'm like, therapy. I'm like, Oprah, when I come out, <laughs> and, like, Oprah, and you Oprah. get better, and you get better, and you get better. So I suggest <laughs> some therapy. I love that. That's true. We all need it. And it's okay. Yeah. It's like grow, growing up, it was taboo, right? Like mm-hmm. you said, oh, crazy people go to therapy. Like, you know, and uh, it's, it's a great thing to have someone to bounce ideas and talk about and go, Am I crazy? And they might go, yeah, you are. Yeah, or just a little no, bit. you're not. So I think it's really important. <laughs> if you want to get fit, you go to a trainer. You know what I mean? If you want to get healthy, you go to a nutritionist. If you want to get better, you go to a doctor. Yes. Why not? It's not just yeah. about whether you're crazy or not. It's also just about how to be a better, stronger, happier version of yourself. I love that. Did you grow up in an ashram? Did I hear that? Did I, I read did. That I did live in an ashram when I was a kid. My parents you did? Were, I did. That? Mm-hmm. You know, it was great. <laughs> I mean, we weren't there. My parents were really into like Eastern, you know, philosophy and 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 meditation. And so, um, I've been I've been in that culture, you know, since I was a baby. Um, and then we lived in an ashram for maybe like a year, and it was really fun because wow. it was like it was like a closed environment, so kids could kind of run around everywhere and do everything and explore, and it was super safe. You know what I mean? And I think that That's that true. experience really kind of opened my mind to, you know, I don't know. T- taking risks and being adventurous. All kinds so, of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Were you guys taught sex at home? Did you guys talk about sex? My parents no, never did. Absolutely never, not. Ever. <laughs> My parents talked about it. They were very like tracking with the ashram and the meditation. Um, they talked about it pretty early. They just did not want me to get pregnant. They were just you had right, better right. not get you had better not come home pregnant. And they okay. felt like the best way to make sure I didn't get pregnant was to tell me how to not get pregnant over and over and over again. And I they gave me the books, you know what I mean, like the little books about your body and everything like that. My mom was a you yeah. know my mom was visualize your vagina like a flower kind of a mom. So, you know, and they were very kind of, really? yeah, they're just like, they were very hands-on, wow. but, but I never, I mean, I, I never had a, I never even had a scare. You know what I mean? I, I just was, well, I knew about, I, yeah. I, I didn't yeah. either, but that's because I got like, it scared into me. Like my, I, my grandmother lived with us and she did not play. Margie Turner did not play. Mm-hmm. And it was like, ain't nothing open past 10 o'clock, but a pair of legs and you ain't going nowhere. And you, so you better sit down, shut up and go to church. Like that, literally that's what, and it was very much like boys couldn't call the house. Couldn't oh, like, no. yeah, it was very, very, very strict. None, none of that mess. And I like, we didn't talk about sex at all. It's crazy though, because I actually, ended up in high school working for Planned Parenthood. Oh, that's great. Um, they had an acting troupe called Interact, and we would go around and oh, tour wow. the state and do plays for teens and talk about, like, sex. And I was always the one who did all the abstinence, <laughs> um, <laughs> abstinence, you know, skits, because I was a virgin. And, like, but I thought that was the when I really kind of started to learn about sex when I worked at Planned Parenthood. And I was very surprised that my mother let me mm-hmm. um, do that. That's true, because she would learn stuff that she didn't oh, want yeah. you to know. Yeah, right. I mean, and I, I came from a very strict Christian home, but she did um, end up letting me do that, which was really great because I learned a lot then and stuff that I just never knew and, and that she still to this day has never talked to me about. <laughs> right, right. Isn't that amazing? Right. It's amazing. It's amazing. Although she did um, tell me that Will Smith was my daddy for real. Oh, my God. And she what? did tell me that. That in real life, he's my daddy. She She said... <laughs> I, you kind of look like him. I mean, I told him. I said, my mama said that you was my dad, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Um, this is my favorite part of the podcast. This is where you get to highlight someone who made you laugh, who made you smile, who inspired you this week. And we call it, who do you want to go to bed oh with? So, Nichelle, oh, no, who would you, you like to go to bed with? with? Oh, okay. Well, Aisha, I, who do you want to go okay. to bed with? Well, no, I can do it. I can do okay. it because I, honestly, the person that made me laugh and smile and like just loved them was you, Garcelle, because we had the premiere of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And you know that I stand how you (laughs) like, I I kept saying all last night, ooh, Garcelle is in charge of the girls. Like she (laughs) She was was just everything (laughs) to me in this first episode. I loved it. I loved the way she looked. I love the confidence she went with. I loved it. It was like, take no mess. And I just loved it. I I stand so much. So yes. I appreciate you. You've always been so supportive and I love that and I thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Aisha, who do you want to go to bed with? This was a really hard one, but I actually um, was going to say Ava DuVernay. 
because Ooh, I just always. love, you know, she started as an independent director and then mm-hmm. obviously her career has just exploded, but she's able to do so many things so well. You know, mm-hmm. she's a, a documentarian and she's a narrative filmmaker and she's doing television and she's an activist and she's just so regal, right? Like she's just, mm-hmm. yeah. she is, she's, she's doing mm-hmm. the, 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 the safer work of you know, queening at all times. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you just, you just want to be, you want to, you know, I'd, I'd love to build that kind of an empire because I also feel like she's advancing other creators of color and other yeah. women. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like she's kicking down these barriers that are going to make it easier for other people to create. So I, I really admire yeah. her. I want to go to bed with both of you. I'm going to be a hoe. I'm going to be a lesbian. Oh, you know what? It's time. What did I say? What are we saving it for at this queen. point in our lives? We better get out of here in these on you. When you are on your deathbed, you're not going to be like, I'm so I'm so glad all I had was like Caesar salad and missionary sex. You're be like, remember that one time that the Carcel and Michelle and I <laughs> queened <laughs> and pegged? We were queening everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Guys, uh, let me know. Let our fans know where they can follow you, what you want it to promote. Okay, okay. Um, well, uh, I obviously have my line of cocktails that I'm very excited and proud of, Courage and Stone. You can order them delivered directly to your home at courageandstone.com. And if you're in California, New York, you can also find them at local stores and you can find a store locator at the website. And you can follow me at Aisha Tyler on all social platforms. Um, I have a new show coming out called Monsters at Work on Disney+. Plus. Yes, yes, I can't wait. Yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, And I'm just like, I'm easy. I'm Nichelle Turner on everything. Um, And, you know, I'm just out here rocking and rolling on E.T. every day. But I have a new show coming out this summer on CBS, a new primetime series called Secret Celebrity Renovation. And I'm so excited about it because it's all good news. It's athletes and celebrities going home to their hometowns and just doing something good for somebody who's made a difference in their life. And it's been such a great ride shooting this. I haven't not not cried uh, in in one episode. Everyone, I'm going to say, oh, no, I'm not going to cry this time. And I'm just a ball of tears. I so appreciate you guys taking the time to uh, do this today. I really, 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 really from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. So good to see you. I used to see you guys in person all the time. I know. Parties at premieres. Yeah, events. We'd always be be at the table at these dinners and everything like that. I know. I miss you, but it's so good to see you. Hopefully soon. I miss you. Keep shining. Keep shining. And shining you. both of you. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And you can help support us by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. The after party continues on my Instagram at Garcelle and on my Twitter at Garcelle B. And you can now watch our full episodes on YouTube. Going to Bed with Garcelle is an Orion podcast produced by Orion Television, Audio Up, and Beauvais Wilson Productions, distributed by Audio Up. Concept by Garcelle Beauvais and Lisa L. Wilson, hosted by Garcelle Beauvais. Executive producers, Barry Posnick, Garcelle Beauvais, Lisa L. Wilson, Sam Winter, and Crystal Liney. Co-executive producers, Cindy Levinson, Emu Zhu, Associate Producer Taz Beckford. Music from Extreme Music. The show was edited and mixed by Jeremiah Zimmerman. Hey, howdy do, y'all. I'm Uncle Drank, star of the ballad of Uncle Drank. It is a scripted musical podcast about the life and times of me. 
fictional golf and western country music pioneer, Uncle Drank. The series also stars Luke Wilson, Brian Kelly, Chelsea Lynn, Kinky Friedman, and Billy Zane as a talking blender named Blendy. You can find The Ballad of Uncle Drank on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.